This is the Women in Print podcast series, recognizing some of the women who have broken barriers and advanced the cause of women in the printing and imaging industries. Women in Print is sponsored by Heidelberg. Technology continues to accelerate and Heidelberg has matched the pace. Highly automated equipment to meet today's production requirements are not the only tools successful customers need. Big data and business analytics are critical for the success of the modern printer. This is where Heidelberg excels, looking at our customers' business end-to-end and offering customized solutions to maximize productivity and profitability. Contact your Heidelberg account manager to learn more. Hello everyone, I'm Nitya Caleb, the editor of Print Action. Today I'm joined by Isabel Mercou, chair of the board of Transcontinental Inc. TC Transcontinental is a leader in flexible packaging in North America and Canada's largest printer. The corporation is also the leading Canadian French language educational publishing group. For over 45 years, TC Transcontinental story has been one of innovation and transformation to meet their customers' evolving needs. Their strong family values, entrepreneurial spirit, and long-term vision have always been at the heart of their success. TC Transcontinental has approximately 8,000 employees, the majority of which are based in Canada, the United States, and Latin America. TC Transcontinental had revenues of more than 2.6 billion Canadian dollars for the fiscal year that ended October 31st, 2021. Isabel, thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me, Nitya, and I hope we'll be in person uh, pretty soon. <laughs> Keeping fingers crossed for that. Yes. <laughs> to start off, Isabel, tell us about your background and your role at Transcontinental. Well, as you said, TC Transcontinental was founded by my father back in 1976. So it's a while ago. My dad was very entrepreneurial and always wanted to have a family-run business, despite being public, that would live on for generations to come. Uh, But before I or any of my siblings actually could join the company, my dad had three conditions that we had to meet before joining. First, we had to earn two university degrees. Second, we had to master three languages. And third, we had to work at least five years at a company outside of TCs. And I thought those were really good rules and they might be imposed to our kids in turn. Um, This really motivated me to study really hard and gain real-world experience. I graduated from McGill University with two bachelor's degrees, one in political sciences and economics, and another in civil law. And prior to joining TC, I was a lawyer at McCarthy Tetro. When I finally joined TC in 1998 at 29, Um, I was well prepared. I worked um, in our legal department and I was involved in mergers and acquisitions and I continued to climb uh, the ladder at TC until 2012 uh, when I held the positions of vice chair of the board and vice president of corporate development. And that was just before succeeding my father as chair of the board later that same year. As chair of the board, I have two main responsibilities. First, I oversee the strategic direction of our company and and the decisions that set its trajectory and actually determine how we would like to see evolve over the long term. And I insist on long term because that's really how we manage our company. So I closely monitor capital allocation. That's how we spend money. 
investment projects as well as acquisitions and sometimes sale of assets. So in, in short, that's what I do. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. <laughs> and it's amazing. Isabel, another side of you that's not that perhaps not well known is that you're also a philanthropist. What causes are you passionate about? Yeah, so I, so I do I do a lot on that front, and I've been doing a lot on that front uh, uh, for for many many years. So I find it very important. Actually, I think it's our responsibility to get involved as leaders and support causes that are close to our hearts. In my case, close to my heart is uh, our children. So I'm very involved at the Montreal Children's Hospital. I sit on the board. I chair their capital campaign. Uh, right now, and I've been on that board for about 20 years since my son was born and was uh, was um, was at the Children's for uh, quite a few years. Otherwise, I've been actively involved with Centraide of Greater Montreal for many years. You would know Centraide under the name of United Way. Uh, the mission of Centraide is to fight poverty. Uh, so since January of last year, um, I've, I've became uh, an honorary president of the major donor circle. Uh, and I'm, I feel pretty young to have the title of honorary president, but really I've been involved. I've been, I've co-chaired capital campaigns. I've chaired the major donor cycle. I've presided over a number of groups that uh, have basically um, done some fundraising for United Way. Uh, for me, Centraide is the most effective way to have a real impact in our community as it supports over 350, I think we're close to 400 now, nonprofit organizations. So my commitment, why am I, am I so motivated to raise funds for Centraide? I think it's, it's, it's a way for me uh, to help children, families, single parents, seniors in needs. A city like Montreal, where we do have our head office, uh, has a very vibrant culture and we can only reap our full potential once every member of our society has the same opportunity to thrive. So that's really what motivates me. Um, at TC, we're at the heart of the communities where we operate. So we do raise funds, uh, give money to, to many, many causes outside of Montreal, outside of Quebec. Uh, and most of our donations support healthcare, education, and our local communities. By giving back, I think we, we do our part as a responsible corporate citizen. And by getting involved, not just with money, but with time, effort, energy, we do our part as leaders. <laughs> Absolutely, Isabel. Now, Isabel, if you could go back to the beginning of your career, what advice would you give yourself? Oh, that's a great question. Sometimes I wish I could go back. <laughs> I think as women, we have, we have some ambition. We have, we have a big dose of ambition, but too often we have a certain shyness to assert our ambition, to assert ourselves, really. Um, there's a lot of self-doubt around women, especially when we start our career. So I think the best advice I could give a young woman starting her career is not to be afraid to express her ambitions Learning to show confidence, being decisive is essential in, in, in any industry and especially uh, in print where we're still in a male-dominated industry, same as packaging. Uh, being open, going outside of your comfort zone, I would say is essential. Challenging yourself, having a growth mindset, wanting to learn, wanting to be creative um, and, and realize that you never are totally ready for the next uh, move in your career. 
It's like jumping without a parachute, but that's how you grow. And believe me, most men do it. So I would recommend women to do it as well. Now, what's you've faced many challenges for sure. But if you want to highlight one challenge that you faced during your career, what that would have been? I think that my, my greatest challenge slash joy has been managing both my role as a mother. I have two children. My daughter is 24 and my son's 22 and a very demanding career. So for me, it has been it has been challenging because work week uh, before the pandemic, uh, before we were all home in front of a computer was 60 hours in the office and traveling and late nights and, and evenings with, uh, with galas and the likes. So um, women who want to realize their potential, both from a family perspective and professionally, uh, I think must really make important sacrifices. There is no magic to it and, and the myth of the superwoman I do not believe in. So I often get asked how I was able to balance it all because it has gotten easier with, with older children. So in my case, looking back, I think the balance stemmed from really loving the job that I had and the enjoyment I get from from being a mom and, and having great children and feeling that I make a difference through community involvement. So it's, it's that balance between those three balls. And, and how did I make it work? Um, I always had great support, a great support system around me. I'm super organized. Uh, I think setting priorities is essential. Uh, not everything is urgent and not everything needs to be done perfectly. Uh, the, the good enough rule is a good rule. And I do rely on technology, like many of us, I'm sure I rely on devices that allow me to be at home while working or at work while uh, being connected to, uh, to what's going on at home. So, um, and I don't require much sleep and that helps. <laughs> Isabel, if you had to describe a defining moment in your career, what, that, what would that be? I would say a defining moment was, uh, was in the life of Transcontinental. It's a series of milestones and small successes that we were able to achieve uh, as a team. Personally, the day I succeeded my father as chair of the board in February of 2012 was particularly memorable for me and for our family. Because as I said, my father, Hemi, founded the company 45 years ago and really wanted it, uh, and our family wanted it to be a company that would reflect our values, respect for our employees, for our stakeholders, customer service that exceeds expectation, integrity, innovation, passion for a well, job well done. And that those values could only be transmitted if we were able to, to succeed in passing the company to the second generation. So, so that day really uh, meant a lot for me, for my family, for our company to enable a second generation family member uh, to succeed. And I'm actually very proud of that transition because not, not many families uh, are successful at transitions. And well, ours has been going on for nine years. So there you go. And every day is, is a new day and that's how it works. So we take nothing for granted having said all of that. <laughs> What's the biggest risk you've taken in your career? So I would say the biggest risk was quite recently, 2018. We made the largest acquisition uh, we've ever done in a new sector. We're the largest printer in Canada, but now we have uh, an equal weight uh, with the packaging segment that drives as much revenues as print. 
um, and we've, that we have decided to, to build um, in the mid-2010s. That historical acquisition was was more than a billion dollar in, in acquisition price. It was a big financing. It was a big bet on the packaging sector. We had started to build that packaging segment segment a few years prior. So we had done small acquisitions that we had integrated. Uh, so our acquisition strategy was robust. Robust. We had we had then well established small packaging operations. But the acquisition of Covaris uh, was a major milestone in our continued journey to long-term profitable growth. So I, I would say at every step of the process, my family, the board members uh, really guided management and their strategic contribution made it possible for our teams to move forward with confidence in this transformational journey. So I really thank my family, our board for their support and management for its outstanding job. And today I'm proud to say that with this acquisition, we've really positioned ourselves as a North American leader in flexible packaging in an industry that has since become an additional growth driver for us. So it was really a pivotal moment in our history and really in my career. What's that one piece of advice that you've received through your career that you'd like to pass on to others? So that, that could be an hour because I've received many <laughs> advice. <laughs> but if, sure. if we, if we go down to one, so one of my mentors uh, is Maureen Sabia. So Maureen Sabia is a chair, well, until very recently, was a chairman of the board of the Canadian Tire Corporation. Uh, Maureen is just uh, an extraordinary Torontonian, and I was lucky enough to benefit from her advice um, throughout my career. And she taught me to go for it, to jump without a parachute. And I'll, I'll use those words uh, that I've used uh, a few minutes ago. So as women, we tend to doubt ourselves and wait until we have all the skills required for the next job. Uh, men tend not to do that. And I'm generalizing, but I'm not far from the truth. And Maureen once said to me, there is no such thing as perfection. Every morning, the day brings a new opportunity to succeed. And I thought that was really good advice because it allows you to dare to take risk and to fail and to succeed and to start again and to grow. Um, and I remember when I became chair of the board, I was a little young back then, and yet she was very confident in me. She said, come on, you can do it. And that was crucial for me to hear from, from such a, uh, a seasoned uh, chair uh, person in Canada. Isabel, what keeps you excited about printing and packaging? Oh, everything. I think those are great, great sectors. <laughs> On the print side, uh, we're constantly improving our print offering with the goal of helping our customers better attract, reach, and retain their tar target consumers or readers, because we do, we do print a lot of newspapers. Um, and we always tweak our operations so that they're the most efficient possible. And we're, we're blessed to have an incredible team, incredible coworkers who are allowed to reach those goals. And niche markets are emerging in print. Uh, and I'm talking especially in in-store marketing. So recently, this, that's a sector where we've invested uh, through acquisitions and organic growth in the last few years, and it is growing. So I think in print, we have to see an industry that is transforming, but that still has pockets of growth. And that's how we see printing. Uh, on the packaging side, I'm excited about our, our growth potential. It is a sector that has more more growth than print right now 
um, and we're we're trying to seize every opportunity uh, we have to grow either through acquisitions or organic growth. So we, and we continue to invest in R&D to innovate, meet customers' sustainability objectives. Um, we do know, especially in packaging, that sustainability is a key driver for long-term growth. It is simply the right thing to do. So we do believe in it uh, on the environment in front, and we try to differentiate ourselves, and we're succeeding in differentiating ourselves in bringing uh, new packages to the market um, that, that are sustainable and meet um, our customers' demand and their consumers' demand. All these opportunities are what get me going in the morning and all day long, and our industries are transforming and we want to stay on top. That's true. So talking about transformation, how do you see the industry changing in the next five to 10 years? That's a very good question. So as I mentioned earlier, I think sustainability will be key to our industry for years to come. And it's a big opportunity for long-term growth. At TC, we've been leaders in sustainability in the printing industry, and that's positively influenced the supply chain which are with our sustainable paper procurement policies. So through our procurement, we've played an active role in Canada in making a significant and positive impact in forest management practices. So let me explain. In 2012, uh, we released uh, an industry-leading paper purchasing policy where we gave preference to fibers whose responsible forest management was certified. Well, I have to say that in 2020, the proportion of our paper purchased that fits this description is up to 99%, so close to 100. Uh, this means that we track fibers directly from the forest to our printed products so that our customers know that the paper they use comes from responsible managed forest. So we want to build on what we did in print, and, I'm, and we've done a whole bunch of other things in print, but I would say our, our purchasing policies is was really key to, to sustainability. So we want to build on what we did in print for our packaging sector, and we're really determined to be a leading player in creating a true circular economy for plastics. So we shared the Helen MacArthur Foundation's vision that plastics should never become waste. And we're proud to have been the first Canadian manufacturer to actually join the new plastics economy global commitment in March of 2019. So what that means is that we have made a commitment that 100% of our products will either be recyclable or compostable by 2025, and that's tomorrow. So we, we're working hard at it, and we're committed to increase our use of post-consumer resins. So to do so, we've, we've been making significant investments in R&D projects to allow us to continually improve our sustainable product portfolio. Um, and, and I'm proud to say that our efforts are paying off. A few weeks ago, we were named the 16th most sustainable corporation in the world by Corporate Knights, in addition to ranking first in the packaging industry. So I think we're, we're big enough to invest and small enough to be nimble and agile. So without a doubt, our, our future is bright. And I think that the future of print and packaging uh, industries is also bright. Congratulations on the award, Isabel. How would you like to see the graphic arts industry change, especially when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusivity? 
<laughs> so you know that that's my favorite subject. You keep it for last. <laughs> it's like yes. I really can, and I've done a lot on the on the gender diversity front. So I consider that diversity, equity, inclusion uh, to be just a business pr priority. So it's the right thing to do for women, for our daughters, for generation to come. But also as business leader, it has to be a business priority. Uh, on that note, I'm pleased to announce that we've expanded our already very strong diversity and inclusion program uh, this year to include ethnic diversity and LGBTQ plus diversity. And I would say that that um, that we're, we distinguish ourselves with with those programs and that enlarge diversity definition. So it's it's I believe it's vital to any workplace. As a woman leader, I'm committed to promoting gender diversity at all levels and ethnic and LGBTQ plus inclusion. Uh, I really believe that diverse organizations, including at the board level, contribute to enhance financial performance and create value for all stakeholders, in addition to be just the right thing to do. So at TC, it's our goal to achieve a more gender equal representation in our workplace, a more inclusive workplace for uh, our ethnic groups and a workplace where everybody from, from any uh, background uh, feel that uh, they they're working in a secure environment and in a very inclusive environment. Uh, last year, um, we've surpassed our, our gender diversity target uh, with 40% of our board members being women and 31% of women at TC being in leadership position. And, and that's no small feat because we started from a very low number, as I said, those are male dominated industries. So I'm, I'm proud of the, those numbers. So at the end, it's important for me that, uh, that our industries support diversity. Um, if leaning in, as Cheryl Sandberg said, is important, so is leaning on. And I would recommend all the women that are listening to me that they lean on each other to reach out to their colleagues and reach our goals of diversity. There is so much more we can do uh, in the print industry to have more women involved and more, more women leaders. And, and uh, I'm, I'm happy to be interviewed by a woman, as a matter of fact. So thank you. <laughs> woman of color, if I may add, as well. So that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thanks, Isabel, for joining us today. It's been wonderful to hear about your career, the challenges you faced, your ambitions for the industry, and your dreams as well. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you today. Hey, thank you so much. And I look forward to uh, meeting you in person. Please subscribe to Print Action's e-newsletter to be notified every time a new podcast is uploaded. I'm Nitya Caleb. Thank you for tuning into the Women in Print podcast series. See you next time. Women in Print is sponsored by Heidelberg. Technology continues to accelerate and Heidelberg has matched the pace. Highly automated equipment to meet today's production requirements are not the only tools successful customers need. Big data and business analytics are critical for the success of the modern printer. This is where Heidelberg excels, looking at the customer's business end-to-end -end and offering customized solutions to maximize productivity and profitability. Contact your Heidelberg manager to learn more.